Welcome to Amplify Your Process Safety, the podcast that provides the experience and expertise you need when it comes to process safety and risk management. Our hands-on approach will give you the insight needed, whether you're new to industry or process safety, in a role where you interact with aspects of process safety, or an experienced process safety professional. Join us in our mission to protect people, the companies they work for, and the communities where they operate by making process safety knowledge available to all. Hello, podcast listeners, and welcome to the Amplify Your Process Safety Podcast. This is Rob Bartlett, and in this episode, I am very happy to be joined by our newest team member, Molly Myers. Uh, Molly started at Amplify in the beginning of August, and we are very happy to have her join us. So welcome, Molly. Thank you. I'm so excited to be with Amplify now. (laughs) Well, I'm glad. And uh, I I thought that where we would start off is basically, you know, this is an introduction episode, really. So uh, the focus is going to be on you. So if I thought we basically start off with uh, an an introduction, allow you to introduce yourself and, you know, where you're from, how you got to where you are now, et cetera. All right. Thanks. So I'm in St. Louis. Uh, I've uh, born and uh, lived my entire life in uh, the Midwest was uh, in Iowa to start with, uh, came down to St. Louis to college at Washington University and just uh, stayed in town ever since. So you liked St. Louis and decided to stay? Yep, yep. And there, there wasn't a whole lot to go back to in Iowa anyway. So, um, you know, <laughs> the opportunities Unless... in small town Iowa for chemical engineers are not that ex- uh, excessive. So, I had I, I had I had a similar issue with uh, being born and raised in Maine as a chemical engineer about the you know, the only thing you can hope to do is work in the paper industry, which I really didn't want to do. So um, anyway, so OK, so uh, yep. Washington and Washington uh, University St. in yep. St. Louis. And okay. uh, when I graduated there, I went to work for Monsanto, a local okay. uh, company. Mm-hmm. Uh, in their corporate engineering group, uh, doing project uh, design work for large yeah. uh, large projects. I really liked projects. I liked the variety. I liked the challenges. Um, but my boss and several people that I worked with uh, suggested that I really needed to get some manufacturing experience. So okay. I decided to uh, go ahead and take their advice, and yep. I found a job at uh, one of Monsanto's, at the time, three local uh, manufacturing facilities, uh, their Queenie plant, uh, okay. just south of downtown, and uh, worked there for a couple of years. Um, what were you doing about, there? Well, I uh, was originally going to be kind of in a process engineering support group, okay. but about one or two weeks after I started there is when the OSHA PSM regulation was first promulgated. Okay. <laughs> and so and chaos and chaos ensued. <laughs> and chaos ensued. You are right. Um, so they had one uh, process there at the site that was uh, PSM covered. And so they scrambled and shuffled their organizational structure and put me as a process engineer in that unit. Uh, So I 
jumped right in reading the regulations and trying to figure out uh, what exactly does this mean? They had some okay. things mapped out to do, but they knew that they needed a lot more staffing uh, to make that happen for that unit. So yep. uh, spent a couple of years there. Um, okay. That was exciting uh, working with uh, PSM rollout for that process. But after a couple of years, I decided that I really wanted to get back to projects. Uh, doing okay. manufacturing was not my thing. Uh, too much routine, same problems day in, day out. <laughs> Been there, done that. Know how that feels, yeah. Exactly. Um, so, unfortunately, Monsanto had been downsizing um, in the interim, and so there wasn't much of a project uh, group to go back to. So, uh, okay. I switched gears to Mallinckrodt, another yep. uh, big local uh, firm in St. Louis, and was uh, doing projects for them. Bounced between a corporate project engineering role and a local St. Louis plant engineering role because their headquarters was in St. Louis along with one of their major um, manufacturing facilities. Um, so did a whole bunch of things there, uh, projects. I got loaned out to manufacturing various points in time, um, got involved in um, participating in PHAs, did several projects related to process safety. Uh, there was a incinerator process that they were putting in and I was in charge of ensuring that we could safely um, connect up four of their facilities uh, using an inert header system and looking at all the safety impacts of that and oxygen exclusion and all of that. Yep. Had another project where the uh, chemical process was changing and R&D came up with a brilliant new process. One of the raw materials of that excuse me, it was ethylene oxide. Um, it, <laughs> it has a lot of issues with that. And yeah. the facility was just north of downtown St. Louis. Ooh, and worse. it was going to take rail car quantities of ethylene oh. oxide. Oh, boy. <laughs> so okay. so that, um, has some, that has some process safety issues with it. It had some process safety uh. issues with it. And so I was the process engineer looking at that in the early phases and uh, was tasked with scouting out just what that entailed. Um, yep. What safety precautions did we need to take? What the implications were? And after all my research, um, I convinced management that we really needed to lean on the R&D folks to find a better option. Oh, good. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. Um, after a lot of pushback, we got them to revise it. So instead of having bulk storage of ethylene oxide, um, they reworked the process so that they created the ethylene oxide in situ okay. instead. Uh, yeah. So we didn't have to bring in uh, rail car quantities, which was a very good improvement. So Yes, absolutely. So anyway, yeah, I worked with uh, several different processes, mainly from the project engineering, project uh, design standpoint, but safety was always a part of all of those projects. Yep. And so after a while, I uh, got a little burned out on projects and decided to try something different and had the opportunity to get into process safety consulting um, and really enjoyed that. Um, I got a chance to work with a lot of different companies, a lot of different processes, um, all kinds of things I hadn't seen before. With Monsanto and Mallinckrodt, I worked with what I call traditional chemical engineering, uh, continuous processes at Monsanto, batch processes. Uh, with Mallinckrodt, but all 
pretty typical uh, stuff. Yeah. Pumps and um, reactors and heat exchangers and columns. Yep. And there you go. There's a process. Yep, that's yeah. it. Um, so that gave me a lot of good background. Uh, yeah. But as I got into process safety consulting, I worked with a lot of different kinds of uh, processes uh, from solar power plants uh, with molten sodium for oh, wow. uh, heat uh, containment. Yep. Yeah. Um, worked with some explosives manufacturing. <laughs> <laughs> was a, a new new um, enlightenment in terms of minimizing um, your occupancy in yep. process buildings. Yep, absolutely. It's <laughs> um, a good way to manage that. Yeah, worked <laughs> with uh, combustible dust and commercial bakeries. Um, so the whole gamut, uh, and it was you really know, interesting. Yeah, and that's one of the things that I enjoy about consulting a lot, which is is uh, getting. I'm a, I'm curious, you know. I I've got that that engineering background, and I'm curious how things work, and 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 getting in, you know, uh, being in a chemical plant everything's happening within a vessel or, you know, in your packing under the drums or rail cars, you, you don't really ever see anything. Um, and, but yet going into some of these other sorts of, whether it's a pharmaceutical industry or the solar in industry, or uh, you, the, just, just seeing how things are made, how, how different companies or different industries solve certain problems. I, 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 I love that part of a part of consulting. So, so you got it. How, how long did you do the process safety consulting for? Um, I did that for about five years. Um, okay. and so really liked it. Um, the one aspect I didn't like about it was a lot of traveling. <laughs> um, so I, yeah. uh, had enough clients. They liked what I was doing, but that meant that I had continuous requests to, uh, be all over the country. Yeah. So yeah. decided I needed to take a little break from that. Uh, but I didn't want to totally get away from process safety. Uh, so I found a local uh, position uh, with Phillips 66 where I was working on uh, pressure relief. Did you have a lot of experience with pressure relief before that, or, or is it something that you kind of gained as you as you br were brought on board there? I had a little bit of experience uh, with the other process safety consulting, um, yeah. but uh, got into it in a lot more detail, yeah, uh, focusing on that day to day. <laughs> yep. yep. <laughs> um, really into the details and all of the nuances of the uh, ASME and API uh, standards. Um, and so really got uh, a lot more knowledge in that aspect uh, there. Well, we're, um, we're, we're, we're happy to have that knowledge on board here because you bring, well, that's a, I mean, yep. you know, we, we've, we've, we've got some, you know, certainly experience with, with relief devices and, uh, you know, uh, using them as safeguards and all that, but the, the nuts and bolts of, of, of managing those programs well um, isn't something that we've done a lot of. So we're definitely mm -hmm. uh, excited to have you on board for that. Um, so, yep. so, so you're at Phillips 66 for a while and then decided maybe not. Yeah, so I decided that uh, I really enjoyed uh, the variety of uh, process safety consulting. After a while, kind of like when I was in manufacturing with Monsanto, um, got to be too routine, seeing the same issues, the same solutions, um, similar problems day in, day out, and I was looking for a little bit more variety. So this uh, will definitely this, fit the this bill. This fits that pill. So, you know, it's when... when um... Uh, when I was in manufacturing, uh, there was always that point in a job. I'm, I'm much more of a builder than a maintainer. Mm -hmm. um, and and 
once I got into a job and I kind of fixed everything and got it the way I liked it, I, I was then bored and needed something else to do. So it sounds like you're kind of in that same in that same vein. Um, yes. Well, that's fantastic. So, um, so you're still in St. Louis and excited to uh, to be starting here. At least that's what you claim to me. Yes. You yes, know. Indeed. So ho- hopefully you're saying that to everybody else too. Um, so I thought that I'd go through a few questions um, sure. as as uh, as part of this intro uh, and and kind of pick your brain a little bit. So, you know, obviously there's a lot of really good experience in 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 the story you just told, and. Um, and so here you stand now with all that experience, you know, really more as, as a process safety professional. Right. Mm-hmm. So, you know, with the chem- and we've talked about it a little bit with a chemical engineering degree, there's a lot of different ways you can go, you know, as you start off your career and as you develop, you know. And so here you are a few years later. And, um, you know, what 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 do you think led to the to to. Um, you becoming a process safety professional as opposed to staying in manufacturing. I mean, we've talked about it a little bit here, but, or, yeah. or, or doing some other, you know, hardcore, you know, engineering stuff. What brought you to process safety engineering? Do you think? I think the opportunity to help people. Um, uh, when I try to explain what I do to people, I kind of ramble along, uh, but I really like the way my son uh, paraphrases it. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> I try to help people keep from blowing stuff up. Um, (laughs) and at the end of the day, I think that's, uh, the real, uh, gist of it is that I want to try to do what I can to make sure that we don't have incidents like Bhopal and Flixboro and some of those other, uh, major incidents. Um, I want to use the knowledge and expertise that I have to help other people and make sure that, uh, everybody goes home safely at the end of every day. Amen. Amen. That's 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 what's led me to this. When I got into consulting, there were, you know, I was I got into consulting out of necessity to put food on the table. And there's a there are different ways that I could have gone. And and I ended up on my own for a long time and then starting Amplify basically to save lives. And as your son puts it, to keep people that that's basically that's basically how I describe it. We're you know, our, our job is to help companies keep stuff in the pipe so that things don't blow up and people don't die. So. Yeah, I think that's uh, that that fits right in. So what do you find to be the best part of the job? And maybe you've alluded to it a little bit, but um, this is your second go round. So you've done you've done it before and you came back. So what 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 really is the best part of the job? Is it is it is it just seeing different types of facilities or is there more to it? It's just the variety from the types of processes, um, types of activities, whether it be PHAs or audits or helping people follow up on recommendations and findings or training or whatever, Um, variety in terms of the types of processes, uh, the types of companies, uh, even the stage at which uh, companies are at in their compliance journey, (laughs) the, the number of the types of people. I just like a variety. And when things get to be too routine, too similar, day in, day out, I start to lose interest. So yep. I, I like this. Well, we'll try to keep you, uh, we'll try to keep you engaged and interested then. Um, so you've, you've done a lot of different sorts of projects. What, what's the, what's the most challenging aspect do you find of being a process safety consultant? 
Well, part of it is just the sheer volume of things that there are to know. There's always new standards coming out. Um, just the challenge of trying to make sure that you're always knowledgeable about what's going on, what the requirements are, the standards. The, there's a lot of bases to cover and yeah. uh, always having to try and keep tabs on what's new, what's coming up, uh, that type of thing. We run and, into that a lot. We run into that a lot with not just changes in in like in ragged gap changes in standards and 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 stuff like that but we also just run into it in in my experience you know people coming to us you know maybe in a in an industry that we aren't overly familiar with um where the basic stuff is you know it's kind of is the same i mean an moc program right. is is an moc program uh, but when you start getting into properly managing mechanical integrity and stuff like that you really have to kind of have a feel for what that industry what that facility should be doing and I find that to be challenging. Not it certainly isn't insurmountable because usually it's you know reviewing a few standards and that's probably going to get you most of the way there. But so interestingly, I'm I'm curious though. So, you know you you've been you've been in facilities you know right from the beginning of PSM and and RMP for that matter. And and you've seen both from the inside as well as from the outside as a consultant. In your experience, what do you see as the biggest challenges that that facilities face in number one, complying with these standards, but then number two, also just doing process safety right so that people don't die? <laughs> I often see people not paying enough attention to the details. You know, when it comes to process safety, well, in engineering in general, the details yeah. really matter. And yeah. you have to have somebody that understands that and keeps track of that and follows through. The details can really jump out and bite you, whether it be, oh, I missed uh, this one little piece on a PNID update. I did a typo and I said fail closed instead of fail open on a control valve, or um, I messed up on this uh, model number on a spec sheet and now I've got the wrong relief valve uh, trim or, yep. or whatever. Um, there's so many details to manage, so many details to follow up on, and a lot of people are not as detail-oriented as they need to be. That's 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 an interesting one. I'm not sure that I would have come up with that, but you're absolutely right. I think that I think that um, in my experience, the the places that do this well have people overseeing it that are very de very knowledgeable. They know what's got to be done, but they also are detail oriented enough to make sure it's getting done and make sure it's getting done properly. And I's are dotted and T's are crossed and yes. uh, people are getting what they need to done. So I think that's I think you're spot on there. So, as we said, you've been around, you know, you, you've you've seen many, many a company do their their PSM journey. And I'm curious, what changes have you seen over the years, both from you know, kind of from the beginning of PSM to now, and then also, and I don't know if there's anything there, but, you know, your first stint in consulting, you know, to, to now, you know, any changes that kind of stick out to you um, that, that are worth mentioning? Yeah. So, as I said, when I um, was at Monsanto in production and PSM had just rolled out the unit I was in, we were doing the very first PHA for that process. Okay. And I was the scribe back when all of it was done by hand. Uh, we had oh a little note, <laughs> notepads uh, with the worksheets all laid <laughs> out, and I had to hand write all of those sessions. So yep. let me tell you, 
typing it is a whole lot better. Um, <laughs> but but not only that, but risk matrices were not a thing to start right. out with. Yeah. And so we did, you know, weeks of sessions. And at the end of the day, then I was trying to figure out how to organize all of this. And we're like, we've got like 80 scenarios that have a consequence of explosion, blow up the building, kill a bunch of people. How do we wrap our minds around what to do with all of this? Right. And so we ended up hiring a consultant to come in and help us think through a risk matrix, a, a very rudimentary, you know, a high, medium, and low consequence and a high, medium, and low likelihood and, yeah. and kind of massaging that. Yeah. Uh, whereas today, I can't imagine a company heading into a PHA without a risk matrix. I mean, well, that's you, just you, a you, given. You, you, you can't, well, you, you, I mean, it's part of the process. I mean, it's kind of like baked in. It's like, what do you, when you right. get to the, when you get to the, you get to the risk column, I've got to put something in PHA Pro. What do I put if you don't have a matrix, right? I actually, right, right. Uh -huh. I, I am, I am surprised that it's more, more so the companies that maybe are, are not PSM or RMP, but maybe are doing, are doing PHAs for like more like general duty clause compliance or something like mm. that, or maybe okay. just a corporate standard um, where they don't have a risk matrix. And when you bring it up there, they it's like you're speaking French and they've got no idea, you know, and they don't speak French. So yeah, that's, that definitely yeah. is, uh, um, so is that a, has definitely changed. Has changed. Yeah. Anything else? Um, a lot of the electronic systems, uh, when I started, and even uh, when I was early in my career at Mallinckrodt, the MOC systems were all paper-based. Yeah. So you would write it up, and then you'd have to hand walk it around to all the people, or you'd <laughs> put it in an inbox, and then you're like, you know, it's been a week and a half. Where did that get lost? And you're going yep. searching you for people's go try inboxes. To find it. Yep. <laughs> I remember those days. Well, so and, and the electronic systems are nice. Well, similar for for uh, for maintenance and for mechanical integrity, you know, early on, I mean, I, I guess early on, like we had like work order systems, but they were so rudimentary and and, you know, you really could not they weren't really able to be used for full asset integrity management like we kind of expect companies to do nowadays. So, yeah, those those computer systems definitely help or, or even just computer systems for doing a PHA. I mean, going oh, away yeah. from going away from paper. I didn't, I never did on paper. I've done, pl I did plenty of them in Excel. Mm -hmm. And of course now we've got other, other software tools that, you know, that help us to, to manage those. But as you were looking at the chance to move from, from doing your contract engineering role at Phillips 66 back into what we're doing now with process safety consulting, I'm curious, what, what were you most looking forward to? I mean, you had, you know, there was, there was the time, you know, from when we had first started our discussions and then, you know, mm -hmm. you know, so it's, at some point you're like saying, okay, I want to make this move, but what, what was your, I mean, I know, you know, you've said a little bit like, you know, the, the chance to do different things and the variety and stuff, but was there anything else or, or is it really just that? Um, mostly that, but also the opportunity to help more people uh, from a process yeah. safety standpoint. You know, I was at a single refinery, and I think I was making a difference there, but being in a process safety role, I can make a difference to a whole lot of different companies, and yeah. I can help a lot of different facilities improve their safety instead of just a single one. 
and our goal as a company, our goal is to have more relationships with companies so we can help them on the journey as opposed to more being like transactional, like, hey, come and do a PHA or come and do an audit. We kind of really try to have those relationships. And I think when you when you when you're able to do that, I think you really can make a difference and keep more people safe. So I, I think um, yes. I'm, I'm glad to hear that. And I think that um, I think that you're going to I think you're going to like it here. Any any other last comments for the for the audience here before I go into the closing remarks? Oh, I'm just happy to be with Amplify. Uh, looking forward to uh, meeting new people and helping wherever I can. Fantastic. All right. Well, thanks, Molly. All right. So thank you, podcast listeners. Thanks for joining us. If you if you like this podcast with our introduction to Molly Myers here, uh, our newest team member, uh, and you haven't listened to our uh, any of our other episodes, uh, if you are interested in hearing more about the current team at Amplify, I would recommend that you take a listen to our other podcasts. Uh, you can listen to go all the way back to podcast number zero, which is a podcast that uh, uh, that we did when we started off. You can hear a little bit more about my background. You can hear about about Joe, who uh, does a lot of back office things for us. Um, as well as some consulting, and she does the post-production on our podcast, which we're always happy uh, for. Uh, you can hear about her, uh, learn a little bit more about her in episode 30, and then John Doan, who is our other uh, our other consultant. Uh, I did an introductory episode with him back in episode 34. So take a listen to those if you want to hear more about the current team here at Amplify. Um, also, if you wouldn't mind doing me a favor, uh, I'd appreciate if you could rate our, rate our podcast. Uh, and you can do that either at our website, amplifyconsultants.com slash podcast, um, or wherever you get your uh, podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And also, if you'd like to reach out to us, please don't hesitate. Uh, you can reach out to us on our Twitter or LinkedIn feeds. Uh, and if you want to send um, what I guess nowadays is called an old-fashioned email, you can do that. You can always reach us at podcast at amplifyconsultants.com. So with that, thank you, Molly, for joining me. Uh, thank you, listeners, for tuning in. And until next time, be safe out there. Bye-bye. We appreciate you joining us for this episode of Amplify Your Process Safety. Head to our website, AmplifyConsultants.com, to find our show notes and other resources. Thank you for joining us in our mission to ultimately save lives by advancing process safety right here on Amplify Your Process Safety. Until next time.